Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. It's time to settle down. Settle down. And listen to the soothing sound. Oh, yeah. This. Oh my god, this! Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. He's on a roll. Hello, and welcome to the first episode, can you believe it, of On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy interest into actors' filmographies. I'm Tom, and joining me is... Emma, hello. How are you? I'm very good, how are you? How are you feeling about this, this first episode? I'm feeling very good about it. Um, you excited to get delve into all things I'm, Robert Pattinson? I'm giving, giving the game away a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited to just be able to speak my mind about it. You've, you've been waiting for your moment to shine. You've I had have. a lot of things to say for a lot of years about Robert Pattinson and you finally got your moment. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to explain the concept of this podcast to a few people and I've been like, there's actually no better person to do this with than you because you've known me the longest of anyone and you've been there. Through... <laughs> I've been through through thick and through thin, through the highs and the lows yeah. of your Robert Pattinson <laughs> obsession. Should we explain a little bit about what this podcast is? It's yeah. not just a Robert Pattinson no. fan podcast, Although is it? some people well... have been disappointed to find out it's not just <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Um, he is the hot topic at the moment. Yes. But yeah, so this podcast is basically each week we will be watching however many movies from a chosen actor's filmography. So three or four usually. And then we'll be choosing one film to talk about in grievous detail. And this series is all about, as we said, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Yeah, so, so we'll be slowly making our way through filmography yeah starting at the beginning the very best place to start originally the idea was going to be let's watch every single film and do a podcast episode about each film and then we were like that's gonna be long gonna be long and unfortunately Robert Pattinson's not gonna make films forever is he so we've run out of things to talk about yeah exactly so then it was sort of like okay we can do other episodes about other actors in the future and then we can just get a well-rounded understanding of their filmography by watching every goddamn film they've ever made and everything that's on their IMDB that's what I've gone for (laughs) including Uh, (laughs) including adverts short films that they've been in I mean we're on week one and I'm already regretting this whole thing what? I'm loving it. I'm loving every second. I don't know what you're talking about. You mentioned it a bit there before, but you, yeah, you've had a long-standing yeah. interest. Should we call it an interest? Yeah. So in where Pattinson? do we start with this? So, hmm, <laughs> probably should have checked my timeline before I began this story. But I mean, classic year seven, year eight for me. I'm, I'm gonna. I was like 13. Okay, are you gonna take over here? So for me, Jesus, take f- the For wheel. me, it was 2000 and, 2009. <laughs> I want to say it's when it began. I remember okay, the day clearly. Okay. I remember the day clearly. Okay. We were both sat in ICT, <laughs> and I look over, and you and a mutual friend of ours were <laughs> creating something on on the computer instead of the work that we should have been doing. No one did their work in IT, let's be honest. Well, that, I mean, that is true. I Be- mean, Between Bloons Tower Defence and what you're about to say, I didn't have much time to, <laughs> to learn Excel. So just just a side note, I once got in trouble because I decided that I was going to not do my ICT work and just watch films in ICT. Ah, so I took in a... You were me- born for this. Yeah, I took in a memory stick. I hadn't watched Iron Man at that point. Was it 2009? 
Well, it came out in 2008, 2008, didn't it? So, yeah. yeah. And I loaded Iron Man that I downloaded from somewhere onto... Uh, don't download, it's illegal. Um, it's bad. It shouldn't <laughs> you be wouldn't steal a car. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually on the DVD of one of the things that I watched <laughs> um, this week. But yeah, I took an Iron Man and I decided, oh, if they find it, they'll delete it. So I'll copy it a load of times. Oh my God, Hacker Man. Yeah, Hacker I'll copy. Man. I'll make loads of copies of it throughout my user profile so that they won't be able to find where it is all saved. What I didn't realise was that obviously that copies the data each time. So my like hard drive assigned to my user became massively inflated which meant that they then went into my user it like red flagged and they were like what the hell is this kid doing like, you, so it's i got called into, I, got, of Iron Man. I got called i got called into the ict guys i don't office. remember this at all yeah 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 because i also I were also you got, embarrassed well because the main issue was um there was a teacher at our school i don't know if you remember but he had like a he was a dt teacher and he had a tutorial software of how to use the of cad cam or something oh uh, yeah yeah but it was like it was him in front of a green screen so everyone used to print screen it and then photo Shop his face onto different things. Yeah, so I'd photosho- I'd photoshopped him onto several different people, and in going through just my every character in Iron Man, not ev- not <laughs> not just Iron Man. I won't I won't name the people that I photoshopped him onto. <laughs> Because some of them were, were less than flattering. Um, but So going through my profile to find Iron Man, they found all these photos. And they're like, what were you going to do with these? Because... I don't know if you remember, but there was a thing at our school of people would... They would Photoshop this teacher and then email it around. And there were some quite bad ones. Oh, I remember a kid like, got expelled for this. So like, yeah, it was... Name a- and no names. It was after that. It was after... I'll say it. Someone had Photoshopped him onto a Taliban person with a... <laughs> bomb of c4 or something and sent oh that round oh my god that yes. could have been from iron man so that that was bad so they were pretty touchy about it after that but luckily the teacher in question liked me quite a bit because the next time i went into his lesson he brought it up with me i was the first one there and he was like so tom i was gonna do his accent but that would give away who he was yeah don't do it um i hear you it guys have said that you've photoshopped these photos of me and i was like oh I, I, i'm really sorry like I was, I was just bored and like you know you're your image is readily available. <laughs> and he was like, you were and he was like, no, it. no, don't worry. I've told them not to take it any further because I know you and I know that you wouldn't do anything like that. And I was like, being a nerd has paid off. Oh my yeah. God. Anyway. I never knew that story. You kept that quiet for 10 years. But I'm pretty sure I told people no, at the time. No, oh, I would have thought pro- you were way pro- cooler if I, I knew prob- that. I was probably quite embarrassed by it. I mean, you but, should um, be. <laughs> anyway. Back to ICT. You and our mutual friend were photoshopping something. Uh, okay, I just want to say that I was both the creative director and executor on this project. She was just there. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I look over and it's something that resembles either a, a £10 note or a... Would you say you £10 or, or more dollars that you were designing it off? It was more of a... Yeah, a dollar. A, a dollar. dollar. Anyway, it's a dollar, but it's got Robert Pattinson's face on it. Yeah. And, it, and the currency that you coined, no patty pun intended, pounds. was patty, patty pounds. Patty pounds, thank you. Yeah. They were double-sided, and I printed so many, they were falling out of my clothes for, like, months afterwards. I, like a stripper you've kept that, with, you've like, kept, patty pounds in my blazer. <laughs> you've kept that quiet for ten years, because I never knew that those things got printed. I thought Are you they, kidding I me? thought they were only conceptual. Oh, hell no. I printed double-sided ones. I had so many. So oh, many. wow. I was using them as bookmarks, like, in wow. all my books. <laughs> oh, my. In all my not, Twilight not just books. The, not just the Twilight ones. <laughs> and Harry Potter. And, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Crossing the streams. So I think it's fair to say that you have, you're quite the fan yeah. of Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I mean, it did start when he got cast in Twilight, but... Well, you you weren't aware of him from his work in Harry Potter? I was. This is the thing. I feel like he got cast in Twilight not long after that. And so then I became aware that he was going to be Edward Cullen as Goblet of Fire came out. So I was like, okay, right. I'm immediately obsessed with you because I know you're going to be Edward Cullen. <laughs> 
I was 13, okay. There was, there was no question. There was, no, no. You are Edward Cullen, therefore I have to be obsessed with you. Although, like, I won't get to this now before we start discussing the films, but watching Goblet of Fire again the other day, it did bring back all the memories of fancying Daniel Radcliffe in that film, and I have no idea why. Because the hair... Probably the hair. ...is so bad. Like, we we'll, won't get we'll, into it. We'll get onto that. But it's so bad. Because, yeah. yeah, so today we've watched three films in preparation yeah. for this episode. We've watched Vanity Fair, which is Robert Pattinson's debut film, Vanity Fair, starring Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Sword of I w- I would say Zentan. I say Zantan. Or Zanten. Sorry, yeah, wrong? I get it wrong. I get it wrong. Zantan. Sword but of Zantan. everyone in the film says Zanten. Zanten. Sword of Zanten. The sword. He's the king of Zanten. Yeah. So it's the it's sword of Zanten. I don't know. They were like Zanten. No- they were Nordic or something. Well, I don't know. And Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, classic. So we will mainly be talking, focusing on Sword of Zanten. Zanten. <laughs> Zan? Although, just like quickly, that film is named about 50 different things in, in different countries. I've, I've got, I've got oh, stuff Oh, he's armed with facts. I, I'm, he's armed well, not, with not facts. Well, not facts, but yeah. It's, I, um, a, it's just, a very hard to track down film. I did go on... Um, so, just quickly, we've done a couple of practice episodes for this, just to like iron out any technical difficulties and such. And for all the films we've watched so far, we've been going on IMDb trivia, trivia, <laughs> trivia, and having a look at the facts. <laughs> so you must have done exactly the same thing I did. There was... One fact. There's, no, it's two. Oh, two. Two facts. One of them is it's Robert Pattinson's Robert debut Pattinson's film. Robert Pattinson's debut film. And the other one, I can't even remember. I it just was, thought yeah, something really inconsequential. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what but I thought I've, I was going to find. I found some other stuff out. But yeah, so we'll, we'll quickly gloss over, do a brief summary of Vanity Fair and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Although I'm, so, I'm sure people are quite familiar with that one. Maybe not so much with Vanity Fair. Yeah. I certainly wasn't. I still um, don't know what happened in Vanity Fair because so, I was so bored. No uh, and we'll, get, we'll give them a rating. Now, we tend to do a rating of a film based on the actor's name and something to do with the film. So, we haven't come up with one for Robert Pattinson yet. I mean, initially, when we had the idea of doing a Robert Pattinson podcast, we were going to call it Pat on the Back, and we were going to say if the film was good, it would get a pat on the back, and if it was bad, it would get a shat on the it back. It would be a shat on the it back. It would be a shat on the back. Now, I personally have no issue with this rating system. Okay. If you want to change okay. it. Well, I was going to suggest, because... So, if, if anyone at home is wanting to watch along with us and watch t- take go on the journey yeah. that we're going on <laughs> and watch all the Robert Pattinson's film, I mean... First of all, good luck finding them all because <laughs> some of them I've had a lot of trouble tracking Tom's down copies of. Tom's been on of. the black market looking for. Honestly, some of these honestly, films. you this guy. I had to go meet a guy in a back alley, and he goes, "You want some of that? You want some of that sword of Zentin? Nocturne, some of that Zentin? Oh, yeah, got some good Zentin. What are you mate. doing down here, Harry? Um, was I supposed to be Hagrid? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing down here, Harry? <laughs> It wasn't Scottish. It wasn't, it wasn't Scottish. I don't even know where Hagrid's You're from. You're a fucking wizard, Harry. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing down Nocturne Alley, you bastard? Um, but yeah, I would maybe suggest don't bother watching Vanity Fair because you won't get much. I was going to say bang for your buck, but should we go with patty pound for your buck? Yes, we shall. Um, because Robert Pattinson isn't in the film. Even though it's listed on his IMDb, he, like, to be fair, it does say uncredited, but he is in it only in a deleted scene. I am absolutely beside myself with rage when I found that out. Oh my so I, god. I knew you would be because we watched the film separately and in the chronology of things, I watched it first. So I discovered first that Robert Pattinson was not in this film yeah. and stayed silent. Yeah, you thought not to tell me, which is so <laughs> funny. Thank you. Yeah, well, I wanted you to, to, to go through what I went through. Well, So I what mean, did you think a, of Vanity Fair? It's a goddamn long film for a start, like two and a half hours, right? Yeah, yeah too long for a start and i'm i'm watching it saturday morning just chilling and i get like two hours in and i'm going where the hell is rob 
Where is so, it? Where's my Rob? So I take to my phone and I Google it. And the first thing I see is Robert Pattinson wasn't told that his scene was cut from Vanity Fair. And I was like, <laughs> you fucking what? <laughs> Uh, so, if I may, because we've we've not we've tried not to speak about what we thought of these films. Am I getting there that you you're not a fan of this film? No. Why Why not? I find period dramas quite the bore, and I mean, for one, it's a bit slow. I'll the give severe you that. lack of Robert Pattinson was an issue, mm. but we've already addressed that, so I won't I won't keep banging on about it. But I just I just don't like it unless someone unless it's like a a period murder drama. Like right, Sherlock. right. I'm, I'm into with that because that's interesting. I don't want to see people like poncing around talking about so, lords and ladies. I don't so care. So there, there was a fair bit of poncing in it. I I went into it initially thinking those thoughts as well. But I feel I, like you I, enjoy I, it. I found it weirdly compelling. Yeah, I I see, found myself too. enjoying it. Yeah, is that because you're an actor? Maybe, but I mean, no. A, a lot of it, I was like, oh, like it took me two sittings to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I mean, I I probably got a terrible attention span. Mm. But yeah, no, I I, I quite enjoyed it. And I I have to say props to Reese Witherspoon because her English accent in it is really good. Yeah, to be fair, she is good in it. For someone who's extremely American, yeah. her English accent's really good. But yeah, it went on a bit and it's all, it's your run of the mill period drama yeah. based on a book that I'd never heard of. I'm sure it's quite a famous book. It must be to be made into a film. I don't think this is the first film adaptation of it. I haven't got a clue. Um, I couldn't bring myself to even read about but, it, to um, be honest. Yeah. If you're into your period dramas and not you don't need your fix of Robert Pattinson, um, don't <laughs> not like I do, then give it a watch. I was just, you know what, as well. Like I read about it afterwards and about his scene getting cut, and they didn't even tell him. They just let him show up to the screening, didn't tell him, and so, his scene got cut. Having watched the scene because it is available on YouTube, yeah, I think it's actually quite a good scene as well, and yeah. um, probably more of a fitting ending than than the actual film. And th- also in this film, though, there's because it's a weird cast because there's a, quite a few American actors in it, but then there's also like Jim Broadbent. Yeah, it? Jim Broadbent's yeah. in it, uh, and like some some well-known British actors. But then randomly at the end, I don't, have you watched Gavin and Stacey? No. So Matthew Horne is in it, who plays Gavin in Gavin and Stacey. I did notice that. I, did, and I was yeah. like, what? Why Why is he in this of all people? Like, he's only a very, very minor part, mm-hmm. but he didn't get cut. Robert Pattinson did. That's got to hurt. Yeah. But well, I look, mean, look at who's laughing now. I don't know if you read the same thing, but apparently the director or someone felt so bad about cutting a scene without telling him that they put him forward for the Goblet of Fire audition oh, for really? anyone else. Really? So if That's... the scene hadn't got cut, we might not have Swings and roundabouts. Diggory. Swings yeah. and roundabouts. So... so Based on the fact that it doesn't have Robert Pattinson in it, shat on the back. I don't. Well, I don't think we should go with the Robert Pattinson rating. So I'm going to propose, seeing as she's the main character, Reese Witherspoon. Now, is it Reese Witherspoon or Reese without her spoon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was like waiting with bated breath, like, what's he going to say? It's Reese without a spoon. Well, for me, for me, she's got her spoon. Really? She's got her silver spoon. Uh, oh, let's see. So I did because because in the film she's. She's like trying to I get think you're biased because better. you're an actor. And you appreciate things more, whereas I'm like, this is boring. Um, I mean, you know, I, it felt very um, Great Expectations-y, David Copperfield-y. Yeah, know. I don't like bit those of, either. Bit, bit of Dickens. Bit of what now? Bit of Dickens. Do you know I like a bit of Dickens? <laughs> <Love> <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we move on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> swiftly. Swiftly moving on. We'll gloss over Sword of Xanthan, because mm-hmm. we're going to come back to that. Yeah, that's going to be the meat and two veg yeah. of the podcast. Wait, is well, that... <laughs> We've gone from Dickens to meat and two veg. I think that's something else. (laughs) So Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Now, I had surprisingly more to say about this than I thought I did. Because I thought, oh, it's just Harry Potter. But it makes you appreciate how good the Harry Potter films are. Having watched the other two films this week. (laughs) Do you know what, Tom? So I'm probably going to get Sloon for this. Sloon? Sloon. Slain, I don't know. Goblet of Fire was always my least favourite Harry Potter film. Oh, really? Always. Why? 
Well, you I think just growing up, I mean, it came out when we were 10. So I think I just oh, felt like it was a bit scary. It was a bit long. And I just don't remember liking it that much. And I think the hair put me off as well. Yeah, seriously. the hair's pretty bad. Um, um, so, and then watching it again, I was like, this is actually so good. And like, it does help that there's a healthy portion of Robert Pattinson in it. Yeah, and, you know, not, not as much as maybe you'd like. Yeah. But I mean, spoiler alert, as the chronology chronologically if i could speak <laughs> um you, we get we gradually get more robert pattinson don't we we do which i mean is obvious as his career progresses we get more and more robert pattinson but yeah i, I really enjoyed it i did um, yeah it was great and like so many quotable lines came back to me so um, many do you, do you find yourself sitting there like speaking over it because you can't help it so i like the bit where the bit at the end where cedric is dead oh, and he gets back and boy. um his, his dad's there going he's my son he's my, he's my boy, boy. I, before he even spoke i was like he's my son <laughs> he's my boy and i was like i haven't watched this film in like i didn't even know that i knew that quote and then uh yeah it's just, it was just coming out of me and kill the spare oh my god that makes me laugh so much i don't know why why i think at kill the, time, the spare. It, it was just quite a meme at the time like back in the day it was such a meme everyone saying kill the spare so when he says it kill the spare i just it broke my heart i think i've become more sensitive in my old age because not only did robert pattinson i mean sorry cedric diggory getting avada cadaver really actually upset me it didn't upset me that much before (laughs) what also upset me was when mad eye moody Barty Crouch Jr. whatever is torturing the creepy crab thing in the class i was there like i'm so upset by this and neville's getting triggered yeah there's some good like false or like false like red herrings yeah. in there of like who false herrings false herrings yeah mm. that's that is the phrase because <laughs> obviously if you've read the books and you've or you've watched the films you know that Barty Crouch Jr. is pretending to be Mad Eye Moody I'm sorry if I'm ruining uh, if you haven't seen it a ten year old film a twenty year old it's oh, fifteen shit. fifteen years old but Couple of Fire came out in two thousand didn't it as well the book yeah that's twenty years old. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. <laughs> Stop the press. We're going to let them know it's 20 years old. Get I don't know. Rid- I d- get rid of Skeeter. I don't know why I've gone into this voice. <laughs> There's not, it's a bloody British film. <laughs> Do you mind if I use well, my quick quote? That, that, was, that was another thing I was going to say. <laughs> I think the reason Harry Potter films are so good and also like, because I was thinking about obviously all the young fiction stuff that came out after this. Mm-hmm. Obviously there was like Twilight and Hunger, Hunger Games, Games and... Yeah. They tried to do what, what, Divergent or whatever. Yeah. But they all sort of failed. And maybe this is because we're British. British. But I think it's just a bloody good British film. It's just bloody, bloody good. good. Bloody good British filmmakers Bit of and Alan cast. Rickman. You know, oh, it's just, oh, it's just a bloody, Gambon. bloody good bit of British. Oh, Although since Don't all often of the get patriotic, but. slight segue, but since all of the like J.K. Rowling controversies come out, I can't help but pick flaws in it. And like as soon as Cho Chang comes on screen, I'm like, her name's Cho Chang for fuck's sake. <laughs> Come on, JK. And like Padma and Pavati Patil are always together and they all well, that, always dress the same. That's actually an error. Is it? Because in the books, they're in separate houses. Oh, yeah. Isn't one in Ravenclaw? Yeah. 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 Wow. Just, uh, Just a little get bit of Harry Potter geek you. on there. <laughs> Also, like, when all the different schools come in and they do their dances, oh and obviously, like, God. Durmstrang is, like, I'm a big manly school, and um, Bobatons, Bobatons, yeah. Um, they do, oh, we're all the big girly and school. And they film their asses on a close-up. I really enjoyed that bit. Really appropriate. Yeah, it was appropriate. For a kid's film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the boys are going, oh. And when... <laughs> I, I love it when they walk. Oh, it's so gross, isn't it? <laughs> you know I like it when they walk. <laughs> it's like, ew, um, wrong, gross. Like, what would Hogwarts's dance be? Like, how would they... The robot? What would, what would they do? Because then they're just Hogwarts, aren't it's they? boring. Yeah, boring, boring old Hogwarts. Boring old mm. Hogwarts. Anyway, this is definitely a Robert Pat on the back. Yeah, so Robert Pattinson in Goblet of Fire. Fantastic. Give yourself a pat on the back, Robert. I Cedric dig it. Oh, oh is that, that can be it. 
It, oh. Are we Cedric digging it or Cedric dugging it? <laughs> I ran out of steam on that one, but I oh. Cedric dig it. Yeah, I or is Cedric it, dig it. Is it the goblet of fire? Oh, or the, just the goblet of fire? The goblet of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it's a good film. Yeah, classic. but we are biased because we like we like Harry Potter quite a bit. We do, yeah. As much anyway. as it pains me to admit it these days, I do love it. <laughs> so now we go to the main feature. Here's what we all came here for. The big guns. The Sw- big swords. Sword of Xanton. <laughs> Sword of Xanton. Sword of Xanton, or uh, its other names. Well, let me go through It's my one notes. like the Forbidden Ring or something. It's the Ring the ring of the Nibelungs. <laughs> <laughs> or Dark Kingdom, the Dragon King. Isn't it also called the Cursed Ring or something? I'm looking, I'm looking. Can you just note. say Curse of the Nibelungs again? Ring of the Nibelungs. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ring of the Nibelungs. The German language, Die Nibelungen. <laughs> Yeah. So, do you want to try and briefly explain the plot of Zord of Xanten, Ring of the Nibelungs, Dark Kingdom, The Dragon King? I mean, I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try my best. My brain just went to sleep. Should I get started? My brain just completely (laughs) went to sleep. Honestly, I don't even know if I can. It started like Vikings, like Nordic, Queen of Iceland stuff, and then it ended like Lord of the Rings. I don't even know. So it's based because I was like, this is very like Lord of the Ringsy. It's yeah. ripped a lot of Lord of the Rings here, but it's actually based on like Nordic mythology. Yeah, I mean, so... I love Vikings. I don't know if you've seen it, but no, I was not, pretty no. hyped on it because like the Viking boat comes out of the water and it's the Queen of Iceland and they're shield maidens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, but I just I don't I didn't follow. So <laughs> if I'm honest, there's, there's a, a king of queen or somewhere. Iceland? And no, no, Xanten. 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 <laughs> And they're raided or something and killed, and they send oh, their son yeah. down the river, don't they? And he's adopted by someone. Oh, and then yeah. he, years later, when he's grown up adopted, he doesn't know who he is, and he meets the Queen of Iceland. And, and they, no, they, no, they... no one can beat her in combat apart from him. Yeah, so Weirdly, he, he he's beats got... her up, and they lay some pipe. <laughs> and it's like, okay. <laughs> and, then they, and then they're in love. And then she's like, I love you, you're my destiny. And he's like, yeah, I love you too. She's just met this dirty, ugly man in the woods, <laughs> and suddenly she's he's in love He's got fantastic hair, though. I mean, it has to be said. I must admit, I was disappointed because when they send the boy down the river, I thought, yeah, that's going to be Rob. That's got to be Robert Pattinson. So did I. So it's did not I. Rob. But it's not. It's, it's not. not. Rob. He um, <laughs> he shows up later in the film yeah. as the brother of a king, and in it, it, the it, worst wig I have ever seen. I've got. Oh yes, Robert Mullet. <laughs> Because he has the worst, the, the worst wig. The, yeah. the worst wig. Well, I it, don't know if it's a wig, but he's got the worst hair. It's definitely a wig. So he goes to the city or whatever, and a dragon's just turned up, and he kills the dragon. Mm-hmm. And then he there's a lot of like blood action. Yeah. Because he like starts licking the dragon's blood. Oh my god! Yeah, and he doesn't lick it as if to be like. I don't know, maybe I'm trying... I don't even know how to explain it. Like, he starts licking it and really enjoying it. Yeah, he's like, like mm, not yet. Yeah. Can you get some more of this dragon blood It gets very sexual. And then he like heals because he's been wounded by the dragon. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, it's healed me. The next logical step here is to bathe in the dragon's blood. Yeah, so he strips off naked naked and dips his whole uh, body in it. Apart there. from, he's got a very conspicuously placed leaf. <laughs> on his back i don't know how it got there because i remember thinking when i watched it i was it, thinking why is there a leaf on yeah, his yeah. shoulder blade so because there's a leaf on his shoulder that's the only place that he can be penetrated because his skin has become impenetrable sorry um I'm an actual 12 year old boy. yeah i knew what i was saying yeah um <laughs> you knew what you were doing and he goes to the king he says i've killed the dragon mate mm. Uh, mate, it was nothing. It's nothing. I killed it, mate. And he, oh, and he finds he finds the hoard, the treasure of the Nibelungs. That's where the Nibelung name comes from. I don't. This film it just escapes me. So much happens. Right. Well, it's so long. Would you like to know why? 
Because it's a TV. Because it was actually a mini series. Yeah, I f- I, was it a three part series and they yeah. strung it all together into Would you film? like to know something else? Oh, go on. <laughs> the version we watched has got over an hour of stuff cut out of it. Oh my God. Well, do you <laughs> I, know what? I couldn't find the full version. When I looked at our plan for this podcast and, it, and I was like, okay, I've got to watch Sword of Xanten this week, I Googled Sword of Xanten running time and the first one it gives you on Google is like three hours and yeah, seven minutes. That's and how long thinking, it should be. I can't do it. I cannot, I cannot do that. <laughs> And then when I looked at the file you'd given me on the USB stick, it said two hours, and I was like, okay, okay. I yeah, the ver- the version we had is the shorter version that I think was shown on Channel Four because it was originally broadcast in Germany. Apparently, was- it was really popular in Germany. I was kind of into it for the first hour, and then it just got away from me. Yeah, because also you can tell where each episode ends. What I was going to say about it is, there's it feels like there's lots of conflicting stories because mm-hmm. I thought the whole th- plot of the film was. This dragon's been introduced. He's going to go and try and kill the dragon. He can't beat it on his own. He's got to go and find something else. How to kill the dragon? But then he just kills the dragon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so what's the rest of this film about? Yeah. And that was the, the first episode. He kills the dragon. Yeah. So then he gets the the stuff of the nibblings, and they appear and they're ghosts, and they're like, no, you can't take it. If you take it, you'll be cursed. And he's yeah. like, fuck you, motherfuckers. He just goes, I don't believe in curses. Because like, up until this point, he's been like a really honourable, nice guy. Yeah. And then as soon as he kills the dragon, he turns into robber. a prick. He's just a thief. <laughs> he's like such a cocky prick. Yeah. And then um, he comes out and what I've got described in my notes as shit Hagrid attacks him. I said the exact same thing. It's like Hagrid crossed with Tyrion. Yeah, yeah. So, which is kind of <laughs> a contradiction like in terms because a... Hagrid's a giant. Yeah. But, well, half giant and Tyrion's a dwarf. But yeah, he is a dwarf who looks like Hagrid. Yeah. And he turns out he was a Nibelung, but he tried to steal the treasure. So he, he lost his immortality. Although I wouldn't want to be a shitty ghost all day. Do you know what no. I mean? <laughs> Just all day, every day. Uh, yeah, all day. I'm, great, I guess, I'm I guess, I guess if he's immortal every for eternity. Every morning you wake up, like, great, I'm still a shitty ghost. <laughs> I'm still a shitty ghost. I can't do anything. <laughs> I've just got to sit with this treasure. <laughs> when did that get me? All day. <laughs> all day, baby. And there's quite a few of them as well. And there's they all so look the many. Same. But th- that was where I was like, this is a lot like, like Lord of the Rings. This is a lot like Lord of the Rings because there's a ghost army in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But obviously, I would assume J.R.R. Tolkien didn't come first. I don't know much about history. But I, I know, I think... What, before that, Ghosts? As yeah, a concept? Yeah, well, no, I think he was slight, slightly... I'm, I might be wrong. <laughs> Feel free to correct me, but he is slightly um, after Norse mythology, I think. I might may, Give or take a few years. But, I'm going to need some hard data here. Yeah, it, yeah, it's hard to tell, but I think he might be after it. Yeah. But anyone anyone listening, feel free to get back to us on that. Um, <laughs> Any Norse mythology experts yeah, yeah. want to let us know if Odin is older than J.R. Tolkien? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> he... Uh, I digress. Yeah, it's, it's quite a bit like Lord of the Rings. But way worse. But, well, th- this version, I'm sure the, the actual story is, is quite good, but mm. this TV movie mm-hmm. leaves a little to be desired. A little to be desired. So anyway, he gets out, he meets Shit Hagrid, but Shit Hagrid doesn't look like Shit Hagrid at that point. He looks like him. Him, yeah. Because he has this magic mask. Magic hat. That makes him look like anyone, but because he defeats him, he gives him the magic hat. And then he goes to the king and says, I've killed the dragon. And then the king wants to uh, marry the queen of Iceland, who is... We keep calling him him. What's his name? Uh, oh, oh, Gunhild. Gunhild? No, Gunhild. no, that's the queen of oh. that's the queen of Iceland, Gunhild. <laughs> um, uh, Jürgen? I'm just naming random, I can't like, remember. I can't like remember. Nordic names. Oh, Eric. His name is Eric. His name's Eric? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got here in my notes... <laughs> I know he's called Eric because when he first meets the Queen of Iceland, I've got, oh, just go straight in for the kiss. Yeah. Why doesn't that work for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've got. <laughs> and then I've never got, tried it, though. And then I've got, oh, sex too, Eric. Oh. Very, very forward. Because he was just so forward, I thought, throughout the whole film. Maybe that's where you're going wrong, Tom. Maybe. Maybe. You're too nice. I just need to go straight in for the kiss. First of all, I need to batter a woman. <laughs> you need to beat her up. <laughs> that's what they, That's what women like, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't care to comment. Is is that? I mean, each to their own, I guess. Yeah. Whatever tickles your pickle. Yeah. Floats your boat. Xanton's your sword. I'd Xanton his sword. <laughs> I'd curse his nibblung. <laughs> I'd nibble his lung. Ew. Um, anyway, I digress. So he's got the magic hat. So he's got the magic hat, and then and he uses his, it. The king's evil brother, evil advisor, wants the Niblung treasure for himself. Yeah, he does. And he oh wants... no, I, I read up on about this. Do you oh. know who he is? Do you know who he is? The ginger dude. No, the guy with the beard. Who? Oh no, but I did think he looks like someone. Oh, I didn't mean in real life. I meant in the in the film. Oh, but yeah, I recognised him from some stuff as well. But I can't. I thought he was the guy who plays someone in Star Wars, but it's not him. Oh, I thought that too. So um, yeah, no, it's not. Him. He's not. He's not Bail Organa from Star Wars. Oh. No, it's not. Him. Oh, um, he does look a lot like him though. Sweet uh, nibbler. But in the story, he's shit Hagrid's son. Oh, but I didn't get any of that. Maybe no. I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. No, but he he wants the treasure for himself, and he doesn't want Eric to marry. Um, the Queen of Iceland. So he concocts a potion that will make him fall in love with the king's sister and forgets the Queen of Iceland. So after he's drunk that potion and he's forgot all about her, the king says, I want to go uh, marry the Queen of Iceland, but the only way she'll marry someone is if they can b- beat me in single combat. Yeah. But I can't do that because no man can, apart from you. Yeah. So will you wear the magic mask and pretend to be me? Mm-hmm. So he does, and then they get married. Yeah. Um, and she's like, why don't you... Why, I thought you loved me. And he's like, I don't know who you are, pretty much. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. So badly acted it's as well. It's so bad. Do you know who the actress who plays the Queen of Iceland is? No. She's the um, the Terminator from Terminator 3. Oh, yeah. Actually, I did look that up. Um, I just forgot. The whole <clears throat> film made my brain feel like it was shutting down. So... <laughs> oh, really? I just forgot everything. It was... I have to say, I found this a harder watch than Vanity Fair. Yeah, I thought I was really hard done by after I watched Vanity Fair, but after watching watch Sword of Zentan, Zenten, I Zantan. thought, no. Goblet of Fire was a welcome break from, from it all, really. I mean, for an acting debut for Robert, it's all right. He's a bit of a wet lettuce in it, though, isn't he? He is, yeah. And like I said, bad wig. Ba- very bad wig. He looks really... And bad beard as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens? They get married and she's unhappy, and then she won't have sex with the, the king who's married her, and she ties him up. Yeah. Like, really, really in a really weird way. Yeah. Like, with his hands and feet tied behind, like, what's that called? Is that like, is that like hog, hog roasting? I something? don't know. That's what it's, I think that's what, I think what that's what it's Christian called. Christian Grey? I think that's what the, the kids call it. The kids. the kids. I hope no kids call it that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be calling some parents. <laughs> yeah, um. she... And then so he, he gets Eric to pretend to be him again and he removes the belt from her because she's got a magic belt that makes it gives her power. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was like a chastity belt. No, no, no. That's why no oh, one can... Oh, of course it can't be because he's already boned her. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. why no one can beat her because it gives her super strength. Oh. Yeah. And then wow. she like hates Eric. So she conspires with everyone to kill him. <laughs> they kill him. And then what she goes... A queen. And then she goes hell for leather on him, on everyone. That everyone finds out about everything in the end and you think this is all wrapped up in about 10 minutes by the way yeah. I, wrote, I wrote in my notes like this thing's gonna wrap up quick because yeah. there's like all this build up and then everything happens in about five seconds mm-hmm. and then he gets put on a funeral pyre and it gets set on fire and then she just appears from nowhere on the funeral pyre and stabs herself and dies <laughs> and that's the end yeah and that's sort of xanton yeah so in terms of robert pattinson's role in it which is what we're all here to talk oh, about oh yeah well he doesn't really do a lot no he doesn't i thought he was going to be quite the antagonist because when eric first arrives at the castle he's like he's a proper dick to yeah. him and you're like oh, oh there's a bit of yeah adversarial Ooh, things going on here bad boy. but then they like make mates don't they yeah they do after after he's won the queen's hand or whatever yeah they're like oh we're gonna make a blood pact we're gonna be bros mm-hmm. we're gonna be broskies and then he tries to fight at the end does he, mm-hmm. he tries to fight the evil advisor who's like yeah. conspired against everyone because he so... tries to take 
over the castle. Yeah. And then he, they're like, sit, sit down, uh-huh. sit down. You uh-huh. can't, you can't do this. You I'm can't just win. wondering, like, as an actor, I don't know if you know this. Do you just get an audition and then you go and audition, and what they see is like what they're happy with? Or would Robert Pattinson have had to go to audition for Goblet of Fire and show them his stuff from Sword of Santon? Because I can't imagine for a second that him showing them his clips in that would I mean, have helped him get the role. I, I can't, I can't talk from personal experience on that level, mm-hmm. but like you have a show reel of stuff that you've done before which you edit mm. so you can pick which bits go in it i uh, would assume so that i would assume that he wouldn't have any of this where he's being it. a bit of a bad boy though yeah yeah but yeah that might get you in the room some people want those some people don't interesting um but yeah he would probably have auditioned for this without them knowing yeah it, i would imagine mm-hmm. i don't know that for sure and then as soon as he got but cedric diggory it was just all up especially there. considering that this was like it was broadcast in germany first yeah. so people probably wouldn't have seen it yeah or be aware of it yeah yeah but I would say that he goes from strength to strength after this. Yeah, it's just solid. Solid in Goblet of Fire. Can't remember any other stupid things that happened in it. It was just a stupid film. It was rubbish. Oh, there was about... Because he forges a sword. He forges the sword of Xanton. The sword, yeah. Out of a, an, a dinosaur a meteor- asteroid? Meteor- meteorite, wasn't <laughs> I just it? assumed yeah. it's dinosaurs. But it's literally... Talking about how slow this film is, there's literally... I mean, I didn't time it, but it felt like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 10 minute montage of him crafting this sword. Yeah. And like, it's just so long to make make a sword. Yeah. Come on, guys. I mean, I do watch Forge by Fire and it does take quite a long time to make a sword, Tom, so... Do you, do you want to explain what a Forge by Fire Forge is? Forge by Fire, oh, here we go. Right, so, listener, if you've ever seen The Great British Bake Off, and if not, why not? <laughs> Forge by Fire is basically Great British Bake Off, but with um, forging weapons. <laughs> It's so, a small difference. <laughs> so it's a little bit more, you know, high stakes. They're not baking a sponge, they're baking a knife. <laughs> they are. They are. And so, yeah, the contestants on it make weapons like Viking battle axes, katanas, just, I don't know, throwing knives. Like, they make all sorts. But you get to know a forge, okay? So when I saw that guy forging a sword in 10-minute interval, I thought, it's uh, actually pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, forged by fire, I've, I've only seen small bits of it. It's quite highly dramatized and you know yeah. there's big sound effects and this is just a slow is, 10 yeah. minute montage yeah there of was a man pulling like, some ropes there was nothing rocky about it that's melting sure. some metal did you say mounting some metal? melting some metal <laughs> he's just hopping on it yeah 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 i've not really got anything else to say on sort of xanten xanten no. i don't think what's our rating system going to be obviously oh. we've got pat on the back shout on the back pat on the back shout on the back reese without a spoon reese with a spoon shite of xanten <laughs> shite of xanten i don't know so, um i've not i've not thought of anything <laughs> let's just go with Shat on the back or pat on the back? What would you say this is? One big steaming shat on the back. Big steaming shat on the back. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... It, you? It, yeah, it goes more towards shat on the back, mm-hmm. which it, it's quite disappointing to me because I was quite looking forward to watching this film. When I read the synopsis, I was like, that sounds pretty epic. Sort of Xanthan. Xanthan? It makes it sound like... Because also the sword's not really focused on at all. No, but it makes there was it sound not enough sword for me. It, it makes it sound like it's going to be a big, like, rollicking adventure. Good time, good time pals. Do you know what I mean? Is that what you got from it? That, no, that's what I thought it was going to be. Okay. And then what I actually got was quite a slow paced. Badly acted. Badly acted. Uh, I looked at what the main actor has been in since. Nothing nothing that I've watched. No. I, I think there's like a couple of... I can't even remember his name. But I think <laughs> he's been in... No, like the actor's name. Uh, Gunhild? <laughs> he's been in um, like some police things, I think. But, oh, God. Yeah. Hasn't everyone? Yeah, Haven't yeah, you pretty been much. in the bill? You're, I've, I've been I've, in the bill. I've, have you? No. <laughs> I was going to say. Wait, wow, you get, get that a, quiet. Get us a job. <laughs> <laughs> get us That's a not job. on anymore, is it, the bill? Oh, uh, no. 
Um, yeah, so I think it's shut on the back. Yeah. Now we come, what we're going to do as we progress, I'm going to keep a record of it as well. Mm-hmm. I think we may have to have different lists, mm-hmm. but we're going to make a list ranking the Robert Pattinson films as we watch them. So yeah. we'll add to it every week. Yeah. And by the end of this series, we will therefore know what officially, there'll be no arguments, officially, officially. <laughs> this is this the is, number one authority, okay? Don't go don't go anywhere else for your Robert Pattinson rankings. <laughs> it's it's the official. The way you're saying that is worrying me. Robert Pattinson rankings. Robert Pattinson rankings. You've got to, got to put your teeth in before you say that, I tell you. <laughs> Robert Pattinson rankings. <laughs> Don't go anywhere else for them because this is the official place. On a roll. Mm-hmm. If on a, once on a roll said it, it's final. Mm-hmm. We will know what the best categorically Robert Pattinson film is. Yeah. Until obviously he makes more. Yeah. And so we, far... we might have to do some bonus episodes and come back and rank them. Oh yeah, because we need to talk about Batman. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> the Sword of Batman. <laughs> sword, of, sword of Batman. <laughs> yeah. So what would you rank? So we've got we've got three films so far. Yeah. Vanity Fair. Yeah. Sword of Xanthan and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. What would you put at the top? I think I know what you're going to put at the top. I mean, clearly Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is his best film thus far. Thus far thus in his far. career. Then it's going to have to be Sword of Xanthan purely because he was actually in it. Ah. As Vanity that Fair. That is an interesting criteria. He wasn't in it. So oh. how could I possibly make that above Sword of Xanthan? So... I'm at a crossroads here then because are you in a bit of a pickle? I am in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> a bit of a pickle. A bit of a pickle. <laughs> because I I enjoyed Vanity Fair more than Sword of Xanthan. I can't believe that you enjoyed something with dragons less than Sword of Xanthan. No, yeah. Vanity Fair. Well, I forgot to mention that actually. The dragon in it is terrible. It is. Yeah. It's You're not right. even a dragon. No. It's more of a lizard because it's, it's not. not a dragon. Has it got wings? <laughs> lizard. It's genuinely a lizard. Oh, isn't also, it? just coming back to the dragon quickly, it doesn't even breathe fire until the very last moment when he's trying to get Eccleston. What's his name? Eccleston. Oh. Eric. Eric. <laughs> Eccleston. Why are you bringing Christopher Eccleston into this? <laughs> um, this isn't a Doctor Who podcast. And I was just thinking, what kind of dragon doesn't just breathe fire at will? It's just crap. His name's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Not Will. <laughs> You walked right into that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, at least I laugh at myself. <laughs> yeah, so look, I'm just going to be awkward. I'm going to put Vanity Fair in number two. Because wow. also, I think the deleted scene, even though it's deleted, You're right. it's better than... It, it would His make it a better His five-minute deleted scene from Vanity Fair is better than every time he was on screen in Sword of Xanthan. It's probably more accumulated time as well. It probably know. actually is, yeah. So there you have it. Wow. That's how it stands thus far. Okay. I mean, you can, you can have your own opinions. You can put... You can put. I mean, we agree that Goblet of Fire is the best so far, and it's not yeah. like we're trying to agree what his worst film is. Yeah. So... It's fine. Yeah, Goblet of Fire is the best so far. Uh-huh. So that's how it stands. Yeah. Shall I look at what we're watching next week? Yeah. Um, while you do, I got a fun fact about Robert Pattinson. Oh, go on. Because I thought, you Pray know do what? tell. It's the first episode, so, you know, we want to we wanna keep things fun. So I was reading about him on a list of 12 facts you probably didn't know about Robert Pattinson. Are you going to tell us all 12? Uh, no, just one. Oh, I'm going to oh, pace you, myself. Are you going to save it? You're gonna yeah. We're going to get one a You're week? You're just getting one. We're we going to get one a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because so, how many episodes are we going to have? Um, well, it might work out. Yeah. It might work out. Well, so well, the first fact is that Robert Pattinson got expelled from school when he was twelve because he was buying dirty porn magazines from the shop and selling them to his classmates for a profit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, how funny is that? <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was not expecting. You that. weren't paying attention, I, were you? I wasn't really. No, I was looking as for. As soon this as list. I said dirty porn magazines, you my just ears went, pricked straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's 12 years old in school and he got excluded because he was buying um, naughty magazines what, from the corner what shop. What a naughty boy. I know, what, what a naughty boy. What a naughty, naughty boy. Um, so yeah, there's your Robert Pattinson fun fact for the week. 
Robert Pattinson, fact for the week. That's the jingle. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah I've stole that off Harry Hill. We'll have to just um, harmonise for that next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so next week okay. we'll be watching The Haunted Airman. But the, haunted wa- airman. <laughs> the Haunted Airman. The Haunted Airman. That I, for one, cannot wait for. Uh, um, even though it'll be, it'll be scary. Mm-hmm. So I don't like scary films. You'll be fine. So Isn't it BBC? It's not going to be uh, that scary. A, it was shown on BBC4, I believe. Yeah. BBC, there's a BBC4. <laughs> Did you not know there's BBC4? No. Tell you what, you've not lived until you've watched something on BBC4. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe you have. Maybe you have. <laughs> maybe I'm the one with the life. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, BBC1, good con- content. Content, I nearly content. said that. Good content. <laughs> BBC Two, all right. Actually, there's a fair bit on BBC Two that What's I like. What's that show that you like on? Inside Number Nine. Yeah. What's that? It's on BBC Two. Is it okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I recommend to anyone listening Inside Number Nine. If you like Reese Shearsmith, Steve Pemberton, the actors, um, it's an anthology show. I would say people often compare it to Black Mirror. Are you getting paid for this? No, no. Okay, I will, just checking. If, I mean, if they do want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> uh, I would happily Please happily do, take their money. Tom needs a new laptop. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> But Inside Number 9, anthology series, just really good. Lots of twists, lots of turns, quite dark in places, but also funny. Like a Alton Towers scare maze, you might say. There's a few episodes that are really fucking scary. Dark, twisty? Yeah, very dark and very very twisty. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, Rishi Smith and Steve Pemberton, they both play characters, at least one of them in every episode. Nice. It's just so good. I like. It's a really hard show to describe. Yeah. But if you watch it, you'll get it. Oh, it's so good. Okay. I really, I really enjoy it. Calm your passion. I, pu- I punched the air there. I finally fist bumped. Yeah. It's just like John it's so good. Movie. But that's on BBC Two. BBC Three is obviously. Uh, it's online now, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then BBC Four, they tend to show like documentaries more. Or the Haunted Airman. More cl- <laughs> the Haunted Airman. <laughs> they do show a lot of horror. Actually, they always have a horror on around Christmas. Of course. Often directed. Or written by Mark Gatiss of Sherlock fame. He writes Sherlock with Stephen Moffat. And sorry, I just know a lot about BBC Four, apparently. You just know a lot about BBC in general. Yeah, yeah. But also interesting fact, segueing into Inside Number Nine. Okay. Mark Gatiss, Gatiss, I'm never sure how to say his name. I say Gatiss. He worked with Rishi Smith and Steve Pebbington to form The League of Gentlemen, which is also a BBC comedy sh- series, quite dark. It's not on, not available to watch anymore because some of it's a bit, a bit, little bit controversial and oh, offensive. Dear. It's got taken off Netflix. Oh. Anyway, I don't know if anyone's actually interested in that. I've just talked for five minutes about three people that I quite like. <laughs> anyway, you're watching The Haunted Airman, Bad Mother's Handbook. Yep. How to be. I don't know what he's trying to be. I don't know. He's I, just I, trying I, to exist. I don't know Aren't a lot. Of, I don't know a lot about these films. Aren't and all? Little Ashes. I have only seen one of these. I watched Haunted Airmen when it came out because they were selling it as Twilight's Robert Pattinson's in this new creepy film. And I was like, oh my God, I love Twilight and I love creepy films. I don't, I don't think he'd been in Twilight yet, had he? No, but he was going to be. Oh, so right. So they, they put it on the cover of the DVD, like Twilight's Robert Pattinson. Right. So, well, I, I'm I don't exci- remember it I'm excited. All. So, one more film to watch, but, you know, it's worth it to see our boy Rob. Our boy. <laughs> my, my boy! boy. <laughs> He's my boy! My son! Kill the spare! I got it the wrong way around. But yeah, I think I think that's all we've got for this week. That's all we got time we'll see, for. If, if people want to um, to watch the films yeah. that, we, that we're going to watch for the next episode or that we've watched for this episode and let, let us know what you think of them. Yeah. You can contact us and let us know. You could tweet us. On a roll pod. On the Twitter. On the on the tweeter. On the tweeter. You could email us uh, on, on a roll pod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh-huh. How else, is there any other ways that they can contact us? On a roll us? pod Instagram. 
Uh, on a roll. I think that's a, yeah. a handle on everything, isn't mm-hmm. it? Subscribe to us on, on, on the YouTube on the as well. YouTube, yep. uh, and if you've enjoyed, enjoyed this episode, I know I have, mm-hmm. you could... It's uh, been a hoot. A hoot. <laughs> a hoot. <laughs> you could leave us a little, little cheeky review mm. if you wanted to on the older... On the older iTunes, but if you um, if you didn't enjoy it, don't leave a review. Oh, if you didn't enjoy it, give it five stars anyway. <laughs> Not trying to force your hand, but um, it would really help us out. Tom did just wink. Uh, <laughs> I don't you, know why I did. At you, listener, I felt yeah. a bit involved there. Yeah, I felt like yeah. you were talking to me. Like I'm obviously going to rate it five stars. <laughs> you don't need to convince me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Hope, Emma, rate it. Hopefully, the wink came across in my voice. I don't know how one would wink with their voice. Try it. So this is this is without a wink. Give it um five stars. This is with a wink. Give it a uh, five stars. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that was horrible. Three years of acting school just for that. Just to get it all across in my voice. <laughs> yeah, so so give us a rate. Give us a subscribe uh, on YouTube, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're listening to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This, this will be available on YouTube. How, how exciting is that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Cheeky, cheeky YouTube podcast. <laughs> oh. Yeah, thank you very much. Do, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? No. No. <laughs> Stay, Fuck, away. no. Stay away. Stay <laughs> away. <laughs> Unless you want to see the same Robert Pines and me. <laughs> I mean, that is what it's turned into at, the, at the, yeah, this point in time. my whole timeline is just Robert Pattinson standing in his kitchen in that fucking tracksuit. So, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing <laughs> worth following uh, me for. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe we won't do that so then. So, yeah, just don't bother. <laughs> it's not worth it. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, um, thank Hopefully you. you've enjoyed. And hopefully you'll tune in next week. Yeah. Thank you. And goodbye. Bye. 